America, a decent place to live. Inhabited with some intensely stupid citizens. Citizens we call Americans. Someone needs to educate these people. Help these people. And if you Americant or don't Amarijuana, then through the amazing superpower of common sense, Phoenix West, Amero will. Hello citizens, welcome to the Americant Self-Helpless Book. This 12-step program will help you become a better person that can succeed in any environment. Step number one, blame everyone else. The key component to success is blaming everyone else for any of your shortfallings. After all, they're against you. They must be in your way. Otherwise, you would be free to fly and succeed. So if you're not succeeding, it must be their fault. They're impeding on your success. It doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense if it's their fault or not. It's their fault. There's no other explanation as to why you're not succeeding. It's someone else's fault. Your parents, your preacher, your school teachers, your nurse, some homeless men you stepped over on the way to the city bus the other day. They're all in the way of your success and it is entirely their fault. What's their deal? Always remember, blame is the name of the success game. Number two, you are always right. Despite all evidence to the contrary, you are always right. Everything you say is there for a reason. Be it God, be it karma, be it fate. Everything you believe and do is correct. You're just following the path that it was set before you. How could you be wrong? Every single thing you do is correct. Otherwise, why would you be doing it? It's not like you make mistakes or anything. It's not like what you're doing could possibly be wrong. Otherwise, why would you do it? I mean, at all. That doesn't make any sense, so you must be right. Don't ever look that hard into things because you'll find out you're not right, and we can't have that. Anyone who says you're wrong is wrong. So if they're wrong, double wrong there, so you must fit in there somehow as right. So you're right, always. Number three, knowledge is the enemy. Knowledge is overrated. Look, books never got anyone anywhere. Knowledge is a, is a notion that doesn't need to be brought up ever. Since your opinion is always right, you'll never need to learn anything else outside of that. There's not a possibility you're wrong, so why bother looking into a book or looking online to research things? It just simply doesn't make any sense if you're always right, which you are. Number two and number three go hand in hand. It's a fact. If you're always right, there's no reason to gain any more knowledge. You already know everything you're ever going to need in life, so don't look any further. Your own brain is the only encyclopedia you're ever going to need the resource, so why bother learning anywhere else? The library's overrated, Google's overrated, Wikipedia is sure as shit overrated. If you were meant to research anything online or in a library, then why didn't God put the library in your brain? Surprise. He did, because you're always right and knowledge is the enemy. Number four, the world revolves around you. It's true, it's just, it's just fact. You are the reason everyone else is here. It's like you're in a dream and everyone else is playing out these roles, Truman Show style. We are all here to serve you, including this video. I'm making this video right now for you. Don't look around, you specifically sitting there naked watching this on YouTube. Deciding if you should masturbate to me or not. You should. It's a good call. It's a good time. Anyway, the world is your oyster. It's up to you to find your own pearls. 
After all, we're all here for you. What can we do for you? Every single other human on this planet is just a pawn in your big solitary chess game. If you need to make sense of that, don't. Don't bother. It makes sense. I checked it out in my knowledge, my knowledge center, my, my personal library. After all, I'm never wrong. I mean, you're never wrong. So if it's me, it doesn't mean it's you too. It doesn't matter. Anyway, we're all here to serve you. How, how can we serve you better? Let us know. Don't even ask what we want. Don't even look deeper than my surface level. I'm not really a person. I'm not really here. I'm just a reflection of your needs. What can I do for you? Number five, hard work is overrated. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, all those guys out there, you know, sweating and breaking their backs, building things that we all marvel at, overrated, overrated. If it doesn't come naturally, then it must be either nepotism, it must be the game is fixed, everyone else is against you. It must be all these things because if it doesn't come immediate, then it's not worth doing. If you're not born to play basketball, then don't even bother or keep trying to do it regardless of all the effects, regardless of how talented you are at it, regardless of how you look, uh, regardless of how many points you score in the basketball game, it doesn't matter. If it doesn't come naturally, either keep doing it because you're so goddamn gifted immediately or it's not gonna, hard work isn't gonna help it. But hard work, there's a couple layers here I gotta work out here. It's a really complex onion here where I'm working with. Hard work is overrated either way. Everything you think you're good at comes immediately. It is, you're just so amazing at it, regardless of trying, regardless of talent, because you're the most talented person in the world, let's face it. Me, media, it's just me and you right now. I'm here to serve you, it's just me and you. You're, you're fucking amazing, you're so goddamn talented. You don't even have to try. So let alone hard work and, and perseverance and overcoming any sort of obstacles. That's all overrated, it is, you are just the best at it. All you have to do is just keep doing it or give up. If you give up, you're the best at giving up. You don't have to try that hard at giving up, so just either keep doing it and be amazing or give up at being amazing at giving up. It doesn't matter. You can't, you can't fail in this system. Number six, you are the victim. Every single negative thing you hear, regardless of if, if it's about you at all, regardless of that fact, it's against you. You are the victim. You're a victim of society, your race, your religion, your sex, your your sexual proclivities. It doesn't fucking matter. Every single thing is against you for some reason, and then you have to like fight it for some reason with, with online rants and like really opinionated facts, and, and you just gotta keep pushing through that. Even though I said hard work is overrated, you still gotta fight to make sure we all know these pawns in your game that we are, we all know that you're the victim, you really are, you truly are. We're all against you. Even though we're your pawns and you're creating us, we're, we're against you. We hate you. Every single thing we say, even if it's about nothing, it means something when it gets twisted through your little personal library here and it, it, it comes against you and you're the victim. How are you, I don't know how you survive so far, I really don't, you are amazing. Number seven, all criticism is an attack. Every single thing you hear, every single piece of advice you've ever been given, if someone told you this term paper that you wrote would be better if you change this, rearrange this, that's all negative. That is an attack on you. And remember, you are the victim. This guy isn't trying to help you, this teacher, this purveyor of knowledge. If you didn't have it up here, it doesn't matter. This guy's your pawn, why is he doing this to you? It doesn't make any sense, does it? So, 
how the fuck is this guy gonna help you? He's attacking you. He is attacking you. You gotta fight this guy. You gotta go against him. This guy is not gonna help you. He is against you. Anyone who's ever said, I love you, but can you do the dishes more? Why the fuck are they attacking you? What do, what do they have against you? What is it? Is it your race? Is it because you're a man or a woman? I don't know what, who you are, which you're special no matter what that is, but regardless of that, they're against you. And it must be for some reason. Feel free to make up your own reason and just assume that's what they meant and run with it. It's so much fun and deserved. Number eight, you only need yourself to succeed. This is a fact of life. All these herd mentalities. What happened with the, with the lions in the Serengeti? Uh, they're dying? They're, they're going extinct? What? No way. You know why? They need to be solo. They need to be on their own. You don't need relationships with other people to succeed. It's, it's an overrated, overrated thing. People can't help you. You are amazing, so why would you need their help in the first place? It doesn't make any sense, does it? You have to fly solo to soar to such heights. You can't, you can't wing and wing go with your friend and your, and your, your, your coworker up into the sky. You can't do that, it doesn't make any sense. You have to go solo. And trying to build any sort of successful business or successful relationship, you don't need their help. They can't help you, you are on your own. If you try to get your, your spouse, let's just say your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you have, try to get them to work on your relationship, that's not gonna do anything. You can only tell them what you can do and never change from that and let them know, I'm not ever gonna change because I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm the victim here, Susan, I'm the victim. You gotta tell them that. You gotta let them know right up front how things are gonna be for the relationship and don't ever, ever change. Remember, knowledge is the enemy. Don't ever change. Don't ever let what she says into your head. You need your personal computer. Don't ever let it in. It can't ever affect you because you're already right. Can't she see that? Why can't she see that? It just doesn't make any sense. You don't need her to succeed in this relationship. Let her go. Your relationship will flourish. Number nine, addiction is the mother of invention. It's true. The more you smoke, drink, uh, fucking shoot up, the more you do all these crazy things that leave you withdrawn and, and, and confused and like just wanting more and more and more of it, overeating, whatever you want to call it, it creates a positive work environment for yourselves. And remember, work is the enemy, but work meaning, uh, uh, Works the enemy, but how do we how do I structure this? Oh man, hard work is overrated. But how can how can uh, addictions addictions addictions? You don't need work. Your addictions can only fuel your inner greatness. It's gonna make whatever is in you shine, shine like a golden god. You are gonna be amazing. You are amazing. In fact, I don't have to wait for the future. You are already amazing. You can't possibly get any better, but you will somehow. These 12 steps are gonna make you better somehow. And these 12 steps you already know, they're already things you worked out in your own mind. I'm just doing this for your own amusement. I realize that. Let's plant some seeds in the soil here. Let's plant cigarette butts and monster energy drinks and cocaine and crack, heroin, caffeine. Let's plant, let's plant those in the dirt. Let's put, put the soil on top, water it. A little bit of water, a little bit of your personal computer water. Let's get that on there. Oh, they're gonna grow into, into better you and the more special you because that's how the world works it's just you creating more of you and it's going to come out of the soil like super you so it's going to be super amazing 
it's going to breed invention. You are just going to be a fucking genius tenfold what you are now. You didn't think you can get any better, I realize, but I got a surprise for you. <laughs> you can. It's going to be amazing, guys. Watch out. Uh, number 10, never give up regardless of reality. Reality doesn't really exist to you because if you remember, you're always correct. You can't be wrong. So reality is this kind of a made up scenario around you. It's kind of a framework that doesn't really apply to you at all. Reality is not your friend. Reality is to be ignored. After all, if you're the greatest, how could reality differ from that? So whatever you're thinking, whatever you're thinking in your, in your crazy mind, it's right. So reality doesn't apply to you. Remember, these people are holding you back. So once you, you let go of them, you can soar like an eagle. Why couldn't you jump off a building and flap your arms fast enough to soar around the heavens and fly above us all, look down on us? like a weird eagle. Why couldn't that happen? Reality is not an option. You can't afford to live in that world because you are better than that world. No matter how ridiculous your dreams may seem, they're possible. Even if it's not working out, it's still working out. Do you understand that? It doesn't matter what's really happening around you. As long as you believe that it's happening and that you can do it, you can achieve it, it can happen. It can be a, your reality. <laughs> as I like to say. You are not under the umbrella of reality, only lesser people are. Never ever give up, even if it seems out of hand or out of grasp or very, very implausible or sometimes even impossible, never ever give up. Number 11, the only way to win arguments is to talk the loudest. We all know how arguments on Facebook work, how arguments in real life work, internet chat rooms, uh, message threads on IMDb, whatever movie. You don't like uh, sled dogs? And then you go off in your little rant there about how sled dogs is a racist piece of shit and how the sleds were slaves and, and Cuba was black, but in, in any sense, he's in Alaska, he's working the, the snow plantations. It didn't make any sense, whatever you said, but to you it did, and that's all that fucking matters. So therefore, it is fact. It's all that matters. You kept arguing with the guy and he kept presenting these facts and like, uh, like, like really thought out opinions based on science, based on, you know, culture and reality and things like that. And, and all you had to do, I was there, I was watching you. All you had to do was type in all caps and swear a bunch and say really horrible things until he just stopped talking. All you had to do was yell really loud in the in the argument, in the, in the conversation you were having with this guy, and he gave up. You know why he gave up? Because he knows you won. He knows you're the winner here. There's no other winner, it's just you. You know why you won? You yelled a bunch, you said a bunch of racist things. You're not racist though, right? I mean, <laughs> you couldn't possibly be racist. You're, you're saying this movie's racist, and then you use the N-word a bunch in the, in the rant, but it doesn't matter because you were just pointing out some facts, some some personal facts, facts or whatever you want them to be, remember? You were just saying a bunch of things, you, you got on top of this guy, beat him down, and then he gave up, so was, you were like, woo, victory, fucking belt. Belt got the sash on here that says world's greatest internet fighter. You just went to fucking town. You were the king of that Snow Dogs debate on IMDb that nobody ever saw after three months because why the fuck would they? But it didn't matter because you yelled the loudest. Therefore, you're the victor. And finally, the last step, the last key to success. Number 12, people love to be diminished. And by that I mean, let's take that Snow Dogs debate for example. People love to be diminished online and in person. Just refer to them only as either black, gay, Jewish, 
uh, fucking Hindu. It doesn't matter religion, race, sex. It doesn't matter whatever their sexual proclivities are. Whatever you see first when you see them, that's all you have to go off because people love that. People love to be just put these little boxes for you to, to put over here and say, all Muslims are this. Therefore, that's what this box, the label on this box reads that. It just says all Muslims equals terrorists, all blacks equals criminals. People love that. They love to be part of a group because you're so special. You know that. You know you're the most special person in the world. Everyone else loves to be grouped off and just like put in this little box here. And they love to be part of their own group because why else would they be black? Why else would they be gay? They want to be grouped together. It just makes sense. You and then everyone else down here, you have to sort of, you know, categorize them and sort them down there as your little fucking puppet master strings. You have to place them in places. You can't just see them as, as people. You have to, you have to, you know, manipulate them into some sort of way, some sort of categorization in which you can easily keep, tra keep tabs on these people. You have to do something, otherwise you go fucking crazy. And the more you remind them of the fact that you aren't what they are, but you sympathize with them, Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna worship you forever. They're just gonna, you, you, they're gonna, they're gonna recognize you as a social justice warrior. They're gonna recognize you as a hero. They're gonna bow down before you and just lick your boots clean. You, you amazing God, you. Following these 12 steps will make you a God. And I can't even, I'm so proud for you. I just really am. It's, it's tearing me apart. It's tearing apart my heart. It's making me so happy. It's just, uh, I can't wait to see you when you follow these steps and you get up to the 12th one and you look down on all of us and you know, climb your 12, get, get on top, look down at us, categorize us, and then shine like the golden god that you are while we all just like stare up at you with me and the other white guys and then some black people over here and then the Muslims over there and then the gays over here. You know how you feel about gays, even though you're not homophobic at all. But you know how you feel about them. But they're all over here and we're all just looking up at you and we're just like worshiping and just, you know, writing books about you. <laughs> even though you didn't do anything, but we're, we're just writing down everything you do, every movement you make. And we don't even have to write it down because everything you're doing, you're just recording on Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook and letting us know that you made a fucking pizza with, with just cheese and olives. And we're just like, what the fuck? Why are they so amazing? Why is that person up there in the 12 steps so amazing? Oh my God. Let's all... Let's all kill ourselves. We're never going to achieve that. Let's just, guys, right? Right? People, right? Let's all get together and just mass suicide each other. Where's Jim Jones when you need him? Huh? Where's that guy? Oh, yeah. I just remember where Jim Jones is. <laughs> I got news for you guys. There's a 13th step. And that 13th step is going to liwstudios.com, liwstudios.com. And checking out the other podcasts and the other videos we have on there. Go there and subscribe on youtube.com slash Wonderland, the page you're on right now. If you're, if you're looking at YouTube, I don't know. I don't know how you're watching this, you, you sick, sick pervert. But anyway, if you're watching a Pornhub, that's kind of a compliment to me. I really appreciate that. Thanks, guys. I don't know who put me on there, who voted for that, but you know, I do appreciate it. My, uh, my, my guts, my butterflies are flowing. I do appreciate it. I love it. So guys, I hope you enjoyed those 12 to 13 steps there. I hope you follow them all and don't fall over onto the rest of us because we're probably not going to like turn into a crowd surfing thing. We're probably just going to let you fall. We're kind of waiting for your downfall to be honest. So uh, don't fall off that 13th step. 
Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizen. That's right, singular. This one's just for you. <laughs>